Ladies and gentlemen, the house is now open and entering the theatre today. I am joined by two lovely ladies from, now let me see if I can get this right, the Am I Adult in podcast yet? I gotta make sure I say that right because it sounds like something completely different. But joining me today on the Reject or Recall podcast, I have got the lovely Eleanor Jones and Daisy Williams. How are you ladies? Good, thank you, Scott. Thanks for having us. I love that you used my name, Eleanor, then. I was like, oh, I sound very profesh. I mean, there's only professionalism on this podcast, darling. (laughs) (laughs) It's a podcast about the arts, for God's sake. You don't want to come on ours, then, because honestly, it's like the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Disaster. I'll just bring my Swansea persona on there. All right, ladies, I'm just coming down here for a pint of the chat. That's all I get. (laughs) Can you just give the audience a little introduction to who you are, what some of your experiences are within the arts industry? So, Daisy, if um, we start with you, please. Yes. So, my name's Daisy Williams. I'm an actor, director writer, odd job lady, basically work freelance for lots of different companies, doing different jobs, but primarily directing and lots of, at the minute, lots of editing, um, you know, online work and subtitling and all that fun stuff because of the pandemic. So lots of digital stuff at the minute. And obviously I co-host Am I Adulting Yet with Ellie. And which transitions us really nicely. Ellie, could you give us a little bio about you, please? Oh, a bio. It sounds very exciting. Um, yeah. Hi, um, I'm Ellie. I work as a support worker, but yes, I love theatre and acting and all that sort of stuff. Um, I used to do a bit of stand-up Ooh. comedy. So yeah, but I haven't done that in a while. Um, well, you can't really, can you? <laughs> no, that's true. And I also run um, the Am I Adulting podcast with Daisy. And that is me. There we are. So like I said, I wanted to bring the two of you on as a pair because you just seem inseparable on your podcast. So I just thought, you know what, push the boat out. Why not? Let's do something different. Love it. Daisy's <laughs> probably fed up of me by now. But how lovely. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think inseparable is the word. I think um, trapped and... Part with each other. Yeah. No, <laughs> no We're joking. joking. We love each other, really. Evil rivalry that you just can't live without the other, but you hate each other. <laughs> yeah, we, we... It's like a Batman Joker We fuel dynamic. each other on. It's like, yeah, like a healthy rivalry. No, I'm joking. It's not. <laughs> no, it's all love. It's all love. <laughs> Honestly, guys, if you want to hear some really entertaining stories with two wonderful women, I highly recommend checking the podcast out. But obviously listen to this first and then go check that out because <laughs> yeah, otherwise you'd be jumping back and forth. <laughs> this isn't Netflix, you Oh, thanks, you know. Scott. <laughs> You're welcome, Ellie. Right then, or Eleanor, I don't know what you prefer. Oh, I don't know. I feel I feel like I could be an Eleanor tonight. <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 Eleanor. The role of Ellie Jones will be played by Eleanor Jones. <laughs> Eleanor, tonight, tonight I will be Eleanor. <laughs> and Daisy Williams will be played by David Attenborough. <laughs> we, do love, we do love a bit of Attenborough on the podcast, i got to say. He's one we of do, our... We do, that's true. Like, we end up doing a David Attenborough impression on every single one of our podcasts, almost. Don't know why. But... Oh, wait till you get me on. I'll be doing impressions for you all day. <laughs> We'd love that. (laughs) I like to do a little round of Would You Rather. It's nothing too intense, just a little icebreaker. Would you rather red or white wine? Red. White. Oh, contrasting. (laughs) I like it. Controversy already. I don't really like wine, but if I had to choose, I'd probably go white. I'd probably go rosé, actually. Ugh, I can't drink rose after uni, because that's what I used to drink. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Would you rather stand-up comedy or sitcom comedy? Oh, 
stand-up comedy. I don't know what sitcom comedy is. Sitcom is, that... is sort of like the studio TV comedy shows, you know, like Only Fools and Horses, Vicar of Dibley, oh, I, Friends, oh, oh, I How Vicar I Met Your Dibley. Mother, if you're an American sitcom. Basically every single programme I watch. <laughs> oh, I like both Yeah, then. Can you have both? Because I didn't realise what... <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I had my last guest on you. She basically refused to pick between Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, so literally... <laughs> I'm going to go with sitcoms. <laughs> Only because that's the most, that's what I listen to the most, but I do love stand-up. Like, I think, I cannot wait. I've actually booked to go see Sarah Millican next year in the hopes that we'll be able to. Yeah. Well, that, that is a hard one, though. I'm sort of in between, but I, yeah, I do love, like, live stand-up comedy. I think nothing beats watching somebody live. Like, the belly laughs you get is mm. just the best, so. Yeah, maybe I'll go with that side then for controversy. All right, next one, chocolate or cake? Chocolate. Oh, Ooh, these are hard. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's going to have to be chocolate. <laughs> I feel like there's more types of chocolate. And you didn't say I couldn't have a brownie, so I'm going with chocolate. You could have just said you would have chocolate cake. Yeah, but that's mm. cake. Mm. Is it dumb? <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is where the paradox comes in. What, what about what about chocolate eclair? Could you? Have- oh, now you're just get, um, <laughs> twisting everything up, Ellie. You're exactly. you're causing a paradox with this. <laughs> but you're two minutes, and already it's going <laughs> to shit. <laughs> yeah, we got to play by the rules, Els. It's not our podcast. He did week. invite us on. <laughs> Stella or Gavin and Stacey? Oh, Gavin and Stacey. Oh, I think it's Gavin and Stacey. Pub grub or a fancy restaurant? Pub grub. Pub grub. Cheaper, cheerful. Commoners muck us. <laughs> <laughs> With our rosé wine and our... When you said Stella, when you said Stella, I thought you meant like... You thought you meant the drink. The drink, yeah. I didn't think... It's all that's on Daisy's mind. Yeah, Stella or Thatcher's. Yeah. I was like, oh God. Um... Oh, you're still suffering from Panic. the effects of dry, dry January. I am, yeah. I am. <laughs> Jigsaws or Monopoly? Jigsaws. Oh, jigsaws. I'm loving my jigsaw at the moment. <laughs> that was tailor-made for you two. Oh, yeah. I just can't stand Monopoly. Oh, my goodness. I like Monopoly. Like... I've never finished it. Has anybody ever finished that, that game? It's ended in fights. What do you mean? But the game hasn't oh. actually ended. It's actually ended in <laughs> multiplications. <laughs> yeah. But Am I the only one who thinks there's just way too many versions of Monopoly? There, there are is a lot. lot, aren't there? There is a lot. Mm. Mm. Everyone who has been associated with the arts, whether it's worked in the arts or a spectator, has their own pet peeves within the industry. Would you agree on that, girls? Yes. Sorry, I was. I thought Ellie was going to answer. Sorry. I, this, it's no, a pod- I thought you were going to speak, so I looked at you and I was like, "Is she going to answer?" Am I going to answer? Yes. No, I think definitely. Um, it's hard to think of them. We, we, I think we really struggled, didn't we, Alice? Because we're missing theatre so much at the minute. I know it's this isn't just theatre, it's, you know, all arts. But yeah, So, but when you say arts, I sort of think theatre. Um, so yeah, it's been really hard to actually think of pet peeves because you'd, although they're pet peeves, I'd give anything for it to happen. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I get what you mean. I don't want to give any of our pet peeves away, but I'd happily let any of them happen right now. I will be on an audition panel with Eleanor and Daisy, and we will have things auditioning for us, and they have to give us the reasons why they want to reject it from the business. So, starting off, Daisy, 
What is the first thing that's auditioning for us today and why do you want to reject it from the industry? So my first thing is um, highlighters. And what I mean by that is, so I love a good highlighter. I really do. But the amount of highlighters and pens and pencils I find in my bags or my hair at the end of a rehearsal day is just insane. So what I think I'd like to happen is that my script magically gets highlighted or magically the notes appear so I don't have to carry pencils and pens and stuff. Because still now, like I was looking in a bag the other day that I had upstairs and I found like two or three highlighters from like a project I was working on before lockdown. Um, So just a little one to start us off but um yeah i was just thinking just the amount of highlighters and the amount i buy because i constantly don't remember which bag they're in so i don't know if you guys have a similar sort of thing but yeah so for me it is highlighters i think your script should magically highlight themselves I can relate to that in the terms of losing something with guitar picks because they're just so small. Like, and uh, yeah. days later, I will find them literally just in pockets, coats, down the side of my bed. I'm just like, mm. oh my God. Oh yeah, this guitar pick. <laughs> what do you think about highlighters then, Ellie? I get what you mean. I do feel like when, obviously when you've got a script and stuff, I, I sometimes like to just like highlight mine, but then you highlight other people's, so you know, different people's lines. And then you've got, you've just got an array of highlighters then, haven't you? Because you're just highlighting different bits and pieces. <laughs> so no, I, I, I do get what you mean. I, yeah, I do agree with that. And then you probably just got loads in your bag then. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think highlighters can yeah. be very useful, like in terms of like highlighting the script, no pun intended there. <laughs> they're so easy to lose you'd think it wouldn't be because like they're just so yeah, colorful it's yeah, a good point that is true yeah i end up just finding loads of different random ones as well around the house not that's anything to do with them <laughs> i don't like it when people don't bring their own highlighters or pencils and then i have to share and then they take them as well it always happens you lend a pencil or a pen to somebody and you never you'll never see it again are you talking about rehearsals or are you talking about your experiences at school no 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 in rehearsals in rehearsals it was like a way that your pen kind of was like a magnet to you or something and then you didn't lose it at all throughout the entire rehearsal process that would be amazing that's the thing the reason that we have recalls is so that we can make a decision later down the line so i can always make up a point and then in the next round you could still reject it in your own mind we'll change the concept slightly for you so we want to reject how much we lose our highlighters so yeah in that audition sense get in the buzz it's out Yay. it's going down the trap door and it's rejected from the art industry brilliant <laughs> ellie what is your first thing that you want to reject from this audition room today is it before we start is it is it like a competition like do we want to get the most in the people can make this a competition if they want but i mean everyone's it's a like winner one it's today, a participation like... award isn't it <laughs> <laughs> so okay. no you're not so, competing with each so other but my- maybe on your own podcast you could be like yeah well i got more rejects than you <laughs> yeah <laughs> my first one is tall people sitting in front of you in the theater i don't know if it's my issue of me being short but i just can't see if somebody's tall in front of me i've got, i get a bad neck i don't know what i'm asking for because obviously people are tall maybe we could get like a little seat going on where they like shrink people down if they're a bit taller and like <laughs> people up if they're a bit short like a little booster seat um 
I mean, they do have booster seats in most theatres, um, but mostly the for the kids. But, I mean, we could get adult booster seats involved in the theatres when they open back up. I think that's a good yeah, investment. Yeah, I just... It can be difficult sometimes, especially when you end up getting, like, two tall people in front of you, because then you're just trying to look through the gap, and I feel like I can't enjoy it as much as I want to. And, it, and it's not their fault they're tall. It's my fault I'm probably short. But it just... It just gives... I don't know why I'm showing you, because nobody can see, but it just gives me an awkward neck. So yeah, I would just like for something to be done. Equity, get on it. Daisy, what would you like to add to that? Any thoughts? Ellie had a good idea, actually, um, yesterday of like, maybe you have to book in height order so short people sit in the front rows and stuff, which is a, is a, is a good call. But I actually, I don't like being in the front. I like being on an end of an aisle in the middle sort of thing. At least you haven't got to climb over anyone just to get to the... Well, that's why I like being on the end. I like having the control of being able to leave if I want to. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) yeah. So I think... No, I totally agree. And yeah, you get that, you get that like bad elbow because you're leaning on either elbow trying to look through... Mm, Bad neck. No, it's a nightmare. I did think about the whole maybe short people sit the front, tall people sit the back, but then you can't be with your family and your friends and stuff then. So then you're a bit like... Because like going to the theatre can be like an event, can't it? Going with your family and your friends and stuff like that. So that's why I thought maybe a little seat that you go... you Maybe you just press the button and you go up (laughs) and then you go down. That could be invented, maybe. I've just got this image of a James Bond scene. It's like, yes, 007, I have made you this brand new booster seat. And yes, Jaws is much taller than you, but just crank this up <laughs> and you'll be a perfect height. <laughs> what I think it is as well, though, is um, older theatres aren't designed that well. Um, if you go to the WMC, to be fair, it is pretty good, even if you have got a tall person, because it the, every single seat is raised on you know um it is a little bit easier but then you've got the old like swansea grand and like you know all these older theaters that are just not built as sort of practically um so i think that's another thing maybe it comes down to the design of the buildings altogether instead of a class thing for theaters it's like you could only go to the theater if you were over a certain height i don't know (laughs) oh under oh under under a certain height oh under a certain height yeah (laughs) anyone over five foot two no thank you (laughs) i'm joking like Daisy said, I think it's better in cinemas as well. Like in some cinemas now, they'll have it so you they're sort of like raised back, like some of the more newer theatres. I did go to the cinema once and have a booster seat because I couldn't see. There's nothing wrong with that. Like literally, it's like you can't control your height. I don't know. Maybe they need to provide them <laughs> for us short people. I'd be able to see you and everyone there. Especially with like all the theatres having refurbishments and changing seating plans as time's going on. Maybe that's just something they need to consider. It's like even since the 1800s, you've just had the seats going in a straight line. You didn't think that would be a problem. I can just imagine, though, like, say if I'm sat there and I sit on a booster seat and then the person behind me can't see, so they have to sit on a booster seat and it just sort of goes on and everyone's sat on booster seats. It's going to get to a point where, like, (laughs) they're going to be selling their own booster seats. Oh, do you want your own personalised thing? You've got (laughs) EJ, it's like, um, you've got DW. You can have your bald head on a booster seat if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Come into the theatre with your own booster seat that you've, like, designed. Okay, it's gone far now. Too far. That's definitely getting a rejection from me. Daisy, do you want to reject it as well? Yes, I will reject it as well. I mean, got to take consideration for this audition panel. So yeah, trapdoors being opened and they're being rejected from this audition. So, tall people in front. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Daisy, could I please have your second audition, please? And please give us some information why you want to reject it. 
So I just thought of this. I did have have something else planned, um, but this just came mm-hmm. to mind while Ellie was talking about hers. Okay. People who leave the theatre before the curtain call, before everybody's had their bow and before the applause is finished, you just see them get up, grab all this stuff. Because the thing is then, they have to like pass you as well. You know, if you're like in the middle of the aisle, they have to, they disrupt, disrupt disrupting your view of the stage and I just think the actors the designers the stage managers the musicians everything they've worked so bloody hard for two hours or however long it is you can wait three minutes while there's a like you know not an overture but you know what I mean whether there's like music and there's the applause and stuff or whatever it is uh yeah you can wait and you can clap them because they've worked bloody hard um yeah, so that's that's one of my... I would like that to be rejected, please. And I don't even think we need to discuss it because I think it should be rejected, so... <laughs> Fair enough. What about you, Ellie? I agree with Jay's there. I think if you've watched the show, you want to appreciate the actors and, like, you, you know, the directors, everyone backstage and stuff like that. Like, I just think it's a bit rude to leave when the curtain call's mm. happening. I just think you want to appreciate everyone that's worked on that show, really. I'm with Daisy on that. Bye-bye. <laughs> there are people Maybe. who probably do it because they think oh i want to beat the traffic or getting out of the car park and all that there are logistics yeah. to it but it's still bloody yeah rude. i get that and the part of me is like oh god this is gonna like if you're in an audience you're like oh god there's a lot of people you this is gonna be a nightmare um but it's part of the experience and it's mm-hmm. i think i think you know is a part of the whole experience of going to the theater or going to a gig and yeah I kind of like being there afterwards because I hate all the rushing out of the, cin- the cinema, the cinema, the theatre mm. anyways when everyone's trying to get through. So I'm kind of just like, oh, let everyone go through. When your plane lands, when you're going on holiday and then everyone just shoots up. It's like, I'm going to get out the plane. <laughs> yes. It's like, we're all in the same place. It's like, what? You're going to get to the destination before me. We're on the same plane, mate. Yeah, there's I always... will lie. I am, one of, I am one of those people on a plane, though. Oh, are you? It's... Oh, no. Because well, I want to get my bags. I want to get to the bag in. It's because I usually have to pee. I don't know, for some reason, the, the descent on a plane makes me need a wee. So um, I'm usually like, right, if I can go, get my, you know, and everything. Because you've got to go through security and stuff. So yeah, I am one of those people. I do like to get out as soon as I can. Oh, but I always feel like everyone's sort of pushing each That's other. That's why it took so long to get to Canada. <laughs> this is like an entirely different podcast now, isn't it? It's like a different topic altogether. <laughs> but the only time, the only time I can justify leaving during mm. a curtain call is if you're watching Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat because I saw a production of that in the Grand Theatre and they sung Any Dream Will Do during the curtain call twice. Oh, that's too much. And I was, me and my mate were just like, oh my God, again. There's a cutoff, isn't there? But um, yeah, I just think the people who literally, they like sing the last note. Da, da, da. Curtain comes down. Right, quick, come on, Sandra, get your bag. Okay, cool, come on, let's go, 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 And it's like, Jesus, they're not even like, they could be another scene. <laughs> Turns into bloody chicken run. It's like, quick, get out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I've seen anyone do that. I just, I think I've been like, you? what's going on? No, I don't know. I've seen yeah. people. In the grand, loads of people do it. Do they? Really? I'm working in the, the stalls mm. and like people are getting up like in the aisles. And it's so funny. The actors come back on for their bows and everything. Everyone's clapping. And the people who were walking out, they turn around quickly. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 really nice, yeah. Then turns off and goes. It's just like, yeah, they did see you leaving. Gotta get my car. <laughs> I've seen um, people leave like halfway through, like if they're not enjoying it. I've never done it. I've seen people do it. 
I've never done that. I thought about it once, but um, I never did. Yeah, I've thought about it in I think two shows. I don't. I'm trying to think if there was a if there was a time where I would. I don't think there is. Mm. But I just again, yeah. it's just respect yeah. for the actors, unless they're doing something really offensive, or no, do you know what I mean? Enough. Unless it's like I can't really think of a reason to recall it, unless it is Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which goes on forever. If you're leaving the theatre <laughs> before the curtain call, it's just like it's a bit rude to the performers to the backstage to everyone involved it's like they work bloody hard they've performed for you for like two hours yeah at least show them the respect they deserve so yeah if you're walking out of the theater early or anything like that you're getting rejected before you Ooh. even get to the door mate so yeah get the hell out <laughs> <laughs> ellie what is your second thing that you're gonna reject what has given such a bad performance that you're going to reject it from our metaphorical audition today i don't know if this counts so i can do another one if it doesn't your car doesn't count it's not associated (laughs) with the arts (laughs) it's actually not my car we said that Um... little advert for the am i adult in yet (laughs) (laughs) um it's sort of to do with lockdown well with lockdown at the moment anyways but a series you enjoy that gets stopped does that count? It is involved in the creative process of making TV, film, the or arts. whatever. So. Yeah, it's f- film. You know when you're really getting into a series and you're really into it and then it stops for the series and you're like, right, I'm going to Google it now. And then they tell you that they're not doing another series. It's just heartbreaking. I'm so invested in those characters. I'm Literally, I want to know what happens to Jan or Steve <laughs> or whatever, but I'm never going to know. Do they get together? Did they not? Anyways, so that upsets me. <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say now because I was getting so blooming annoyed about it. Yeah, but it just upsets me um, when you're enjoying a series and it gets stopped, basically. Has there been a particular series that you're thinking about? Yeah, so I've been watching um, a period drama, Standard, um, and with an E, and I was really enjoying it recently. Um, And to be fair, like, it did end quite... Like, it ended well, but I was still like, I want more. So I was a bit upset. And there was another one that we were watching called The Society, and I really enjoyed the first series. And I think I watched it, like, a couple of years ago, and we had a look, and it wasn't going to be, like, like recalled or whatever for another series. And I was gutted. (laughs) You were like, no. So, yeah, I just think, yeah, I just don't... I just want to see more. So Days, has there ever been like a series that you've like been watching or been really invested in and then all of a sudden it just gets cancelled for whatever reason? Um, there was a point where Brooklyn Nine-Nine was dropped by, I can't remember what channel yeah. they were on. Um, but yeah, they were dropped and then they were picked up by another channel, which was amazing because they literally were like, because the fans basically tweeted um, to make sure they made another series. Yeah. So that was quite mm. heartbreaking because I love comedy you know that's my genre really um i would also say i don't enjoy the gap between you know like america takes a gap between filming oh, mid-season finale just yeah the series <laughs> do you mm. know what i mean i'm like i want to know what happens and i think that happened with yeah. lucifer so they're halfway through a series and because of the pandemic they've not been able to carry on I think, anyway. I would add, as well as just cancelling altogether, is also that stop between filming, which they do every year. It's not pandemic-related, but no, they no, just do it every year, agree. and I just it upsets me. The series <laughs> I'm thinking of, Glow on Netflix, which is about the women's wrestling promotion, oh. that had three series. Oh, it's fantastic. If you love the 80s, it's a great watch, and it's 
really, really funny. They announced yeah. months ago saying Netflix isn't renewing it, and it was one of their most popular shows. Oh, wow. So I'm just like, mm. I, d- I don't understand it when it's like, oh, a show's clearly doing well. It's doing well in the ratings. The fans mm. love it. So it's like, why would you pull it? It's like, yeah, oh, we're going to make way for that cringy reality TV show or whatever. The one that was mm. exactly like the last same old thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, great. Mm. Yeah. Way to know your audience, Netflix. Oh, so that's interesting. Maybe it was something with the writers or the actors. You don't know, do you? It could, it might, maybe something like that. The writers of Game of Thrones, like before yeah. the finale of that, they were asked to do way more series, um, mm. but they literally said, like, now nah, we just want to end it. I think that's why everyone was so disappointed with the ending because it was quite rushed. I haven't seen it, but um, yeah, I think I think that's why everyone was annoyed because it was really rushed. I believe, especially oh, really? now, Ellie. Like when people want to binge mm. watch and actually have the time to binge watch their favorite shows they say mm. it's like oh companies just want your yeah. money well they're taking away the things that actually give them the money yeah <laughs> like i get it they've got to pick certain shows that are doing really well or whatever and stuff like that and not everyone's gonna love the yep. same shows that i do um it's yeah it just upsets me when it's the shows that you're really enjoying and then you're like no it's not carrying <laughs> on but, or like you have to wait like yeah. years and years <laughs> for them to actually pick it back up it's like did any of you watch dexter no, I didn't. No. It had eight series, and now Showtime have basically said, yeah, we're doing another one. <gasps> it's been how many years? Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you know when you said Dexter, I thought of Dexter's laboratory. Dexter's laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the cartoon. I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> Do not knock that. That was a great show. Oh, I, lo- no, I loved it. I loved it. Dexter about the serial killer. Ah. <laughs> if ah. that ever comes on Netflix again or anything... Highly recommend it. It's a great watch. Oh, definitely. I believe that shows that get cancelled unjustly, especially during this, and also a bonus rejection is series that are getting cut midway and then you have to wait for stupid reasons. Oh, we want to reel you in. It's like, you already had me reeled in. Just do it. So, rejected. Both of them. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hey, got a sneaky extra rejection in there. Extra point there. (laughs) Let's see how it is. What is your final thing that you both want to reject from the performing arts industry, whether it's big or small? What is it? And please tell us why you want to get rid of it. Do you want to go else? Do you want to say? Do you want to say? I don't know. Do you want to say it together? No, because it's... Well, this actually, yeah, it'll prove our point. It is midnight now. (laughs) Ready? After three. Yeah. (laughs) One, two, two, three. Delays over Zoom. Zoom, Yeah. And that just basically proves our point. So when we record the podcast, as I'm sure you're finding out, Scott, you know, we we can't be in the same room together at the minute. uh, So we're doing it over Zoom or FaceTime or whatever. And it is sometimes like there's just silence because we're both like, oh, have you frozen? Oh, 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 no, no, okay. And then like there's a slight delay on the laugh or, you know, which can all be done in editing, but it is... Can be frustrating. It's more work. Yeah, I have have to agree, Dave. Sometimes we'll just be like talking and then we'll be talking over each other because we didn't realise it was a delay. And then, yeah, and then it's like silent. And they're like, have you spoke? Have I spoke? And then we're both just sort of staring at each other like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it can just be really difficult. Yeah, (laughs) like we were really lucky. I think we recorded a couple, like two or three episodes together before we went into lockdown. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was really nice. And that worked really well. And then 
then obviously went to lockdown and then we tried it over zoom and then we tried it all yeah so it's all we've sorted it now we've got a good system going um but there's still some technical issues when it comes to internet connection and it's funny it depends what time of day you record it as well like certain times of day you can't get good internet connection one day we tried to record didn't we days and i think in the end we were having so much problems with like the internet and stuff we just gave up and we're just like, we're just, <laughs> didn't we get, no, I tell you, didn't we get dressed up? Wasn't it Halloween? And we got dressed up <gasps> yeah. and we tried to record and record and record. And I swear we only managed to record like 10 minutes. And then we were like, we're just going to have to scrap this and just record tomorrow. So we ended up recording like the next day, didn't we? Or something yeah. Because we had so many problems with the internet. Yeah. So to get bloody dressed up two days in a row, it was a nightmare. <laughs> oh my God, that is a nightmare. <laughs> Even though it was like nobody's gonna see it, but we were like, like we committed. <laughs> I mean, you got to make the effort for yourselves. Like that's the thing. I just think, especially with like a talk showy kind of thing, it's nice when you can be in the room with people. And I think that's the, I say that's one probably the biggest thing I miss at the minute is just being in the same room with people. Don't get me wrong, I love that we can do this over the internet and over Zoom and everything. It's brilliant, but um, yeah, there's just it does take a lot longer, I think, than it would. It just makes uh, Ed's tin so much more of a chore. Whereas, like, if you're in the same room, it's just like, oh, sync up your mics and then <laughs> job done. Just trailblazing. But then it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, we've got to move that forward. We've got to move that mm. back. That's got to go down a few hundred miles, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, you, you can sit down and have a cuppa then, can't you? And everyone <laughs> loves a cuppa. Well, obviously, we can't. We can do that over Zoom, but it's not the same when everyone's around having a cuppa and a couple of biscuits and stuff, isn't it? And if the lockdown wasn't a thing, I'd be asking you to come down to Swansea. I would have made you tea. I would have brought you a tray full of biscuits, cake, whatever. I would have had a property party for you done. Oh, that would have been lush. But, you know, lockdown, <laughs> coronavirus, all that malarkey. I'm surprised no one's rejected yeah. coronavirus at the moment. <laughs> well, we sort of thought back before coronavirus, because obviously, like, these are sort of pet peeves that aren't happening at the minute. But this is one that's happening now. Yeah, of course. Uh, in our, in our mm. sort of jobs. So, um, yeah. I have loads of situations, like, where I've had to edit for film, edit for YouTube, this now. And there are so many moments where it's just like, mm. it's just so much more effort when you're doing it online. Have you faced any other technical difficulties with like editing or like the podcast itself? Or I think for me, it's just I've learned loads because I've never really edited a podcast before or done anything like that. So Daisy's sort of been my tutor of a new days. Yeah, a little bit. Taught me how to use Audacity. Yeah, taught you how to use Audacity and the video editor we use, which was a challenge in itself. Yeah, it's a challenge as well because you got to do it over the phone you know i can't just be like right this is how you do it and show ellie yeah so that's that's been a challenge as well i think yeah it's the pandemic we want to put we want to we want to (laughs) reject yeah because that's what we actually caused us to use zoom and have these delays and not being able to like just show ellie how to do stuff or she can't show me this or that when we first started recording um, that was difficult when mm. we first tried it and we, we did have some issues then because we were just like trying to work yeah. out the sound and stuff but now we've sort of got a bit of a system going we know how to work it yeah. I would say our biggest problem is deciding who's going to bloody speak every week <laughs> we're like oh you go oh you go no you go oh well somebody's got to go yes I totally agree that the struggles of trying to edit do a zoom conversation over lockdown it's getting rejected it has its pros but there's a lot of cons that outweigh it. So, yeah, you're getting rejected. Bye-bye. <laughs>
I gotta say, ladies, thank you so much for coming on to the Reject or Recall podcast. It has been an absolute privilege talking to you. And before we go, could one of you please tell us where we can find your podcast, Am I Adulting Yet? Yeah, of course. You- um, Ellie, do you want to go? Or do you want me to go? No. <laughs> <laughs> you get no, I'll go. <laughs> so for more they're, of this they're, nonsense... They're being in character, guys. This is a whole <laughs> yeah. thing here. <yeah. laughs> yeah, so for more of that nonsense, you can listen to Am I Adulting Yet? on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean or Google Podcasts. Basically, wherever you listen to podcasts. And yeah. um, check us out on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter uh, at Fantastic. Am I Adulting Yet? Fab. And I think me and Daisy just wanted to say thank you so much for having us on. It's been yeah. an absolute pleasure. We've loved it. It's yeah, been so much you. fun. It's just a pleasure talking to you in any context. We'll have to get you on our Am I Adulting Yet? Oh, you here to hear first, people. Inside a scoop. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Everything's coming together. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you guys so much for listening. I have been your host, Scott Anthony Christie. You've been listening to Eleanor Jones and Daisy Williams from the Am I Adulting podcast. And until next time, guys, stay safe. Hope lockdown's treating you well. And remember, when in doubt... Jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Have a great day. Bye.